You're listening to True Oceans Vibe Radio. This is Nadia Hearn with On the Flip Side, and today we have Paul Cook, no stranger to Two Oceans Vibe, joining us today. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to have you. So for those of you who are maybe not familiar with who Paul Cook is, he is the co-founder and managing director of Silver Tree Holdings. And um, also kind of the head of some really well-known consumer brands in the e-commerce space and definitely a thought leader in the space. So Paul, would you mind giving us a short introduction, uh, maybe for those listeners that um, don't know Paul Cook and your your history and how it came about for you to be um, so integrated into the e-commerce space? Absolutely. So Silver Tree Holdings, uh, we, we, we've been running for about seven years uh, and we're an investment and operating company for tech and consumer startups. Um, so some of the, the brands that your listeners might well know would be things like Pricecheck, uh, Ucook, uh, which delivers meal kits each week, Faithful to Nature, which is a natural and organic retailer, Pet Heaven, which does pet food and, and supplies, uh, Cyberseller in, in the wine space, and, and, and a bunch of other ones. Um, and so over the, over the years, uh, over the last few years, we've gradually been able to invest and, and then help operate uh, these uh, brands as they've grown rapidly along with the rest of the online industry, um, reaching South African consumers uh, in ever larger numbers every year. Fantastic. Thanks for that intro. So really keen to get chatting about our topic for today. And that's really looking at how South Africa's e-commerce space and industry are being affected by the current COVID-19 crisis and lockdown. But not just that, I think what's important is also to look at not just the effects, but also how small businesses and business owners can either be forward thinking for potentially when lockdown is over or how they can better deal with the current situation. So Paul, maybe we can just start off first of all with what the, how the e-commerce industry in South Africa was um, and is being affected with the current lockdown. Yes, well, it's been quite a roller coaster, I think, as it has been for everybody in the country. Um, and being operationally involved as we are in, in our portfolio, we've been on the front lines of, of dealing with that. Uh, and I think uh, there's been two phases to it. Um, and the part, phase one was up until Thursday last week, uh, or at least up until Wednesday night last week, when we were all expecting that the e-commerce industry would, would have a similar experience to that of the rest of the more developed world as it's gone into shutdown, Europe and, and the US, et cetera. And we were expecting to see a huge movement of customers onto online platforms. Uh, and so I think uh, ourselves and the rest of the industry were frantically busy uh, scaling up for that. So placing uh, huge volumes of purchase orders, trying to get stock in the warehouses, trying to make sure that we would be able to get staff to the warehouses. Um, so making sure that we had the right permits in place for, for uh, essential staff transport, uh, trying to, to make sure that our, our systems would be able to handle the volume. Um, then I think what happened, which was a bit of a surprise to, to most of us in the industry, was the, the government's announcement around the restrictions around what goods were allowed to be sold in retail. And in particular, that stores, including online stores, would not be able to sell non-essential goods. Um, and that has led to a huge amount of very quick adjustment of plans by everybody in the industry. It's led to 
quite a few uh, well-known uh, online sites having to shut down entirely for the, for the length of the shutdown um, if they're in, in industries which are mostly considered to be non-essential. And for those that are in more essential industries, as uh, most, most of Silvertree's portfolio is, it's, it's meant a very quick adjustment of being able to make sure that we were only selling essential goods and not selling any non-essential goods. And that meant a very quick adjustment in website platforms, which mm -hmm. has taken quite a lot of work. I think, you know, take a lot has been down for quite a few days as they've been trying to rework their technology to handle that. Mm -hmm. um, and also making sure that couriers were able to continue to deliver um, and, and a lot of operations work in the warehouses to make sure that we were not sending goods which were not supposed to be on the roads, things like alcohol, for example. Yeah. Some, some phenomenal shifts um, and often um, causing logistically, I think, a little bit of a headache, um, as you mentioned. So kind of re-engineering those processes and just making sure what orders are being released, um, obviously, to, to ensure that there's a, a lower risk for couriers and um, people on the road and also obviously mm. be confiscated and then having a loss. Um, for any business when that happens. Um, so what are um, some of the industries, other industries and other effects that you may have noticed and what tips mm. do you have for businesses currently to adapt to um, lockdown? And then after that, so if we could just look at what to do now and then we can move maybe forward mm. in terms of looking after lo lockdown. Yes, well, I think, uh, let me start with what's happening uh, in the short term and what will be happening. So um, I think one of the other things which uh, has, has really been noticeable in the last few days is a very rapid uh, set of reconfigurations of supply chains. So even online retailers um, or, or suppliers which serve essential products, such as Ucook, for example. So Ucook, um, as I mentioned earlier, is a meal kit business. It, it sends out boxes with uh, food ingredients and recipes each week to, to customers. So it obviously fits uh, bang on in the space of essential goods. But even that business has struggled to keep operating and, and it is operating, but only just. Um, and the challenge there has been the supply chain. So we have seen a lot of suppliers, even of food, who have been forced to cut back or sometimes shut down their operations, especially suppliers which have supplied predominantly into the restaurant trade, uh, which has obviously uh, gone completely quiet. So um, there's been, I think, a huge amount of ingenuity uh, across South Africa, not only in the online space, um, around working out how can one get supply chains to work. So for, for um, companies which are still running, that has meant looking for different supplies, looking for different logistics providers, and thinking very critically about what are non and non-essential staff, um, you know, moving staff onto shift, um, working uh, routines so that uh, to minimize the number of people in, in facilities at any one point in time and, and so on. Um, I think taking a, taking a step back from that set of challenges, there's a whole other, even more challenging set of challenges for businesses which are not able to stay open at the moment, uh, either because they themselves do not sell products which are considered to be essential. And this, uh, you know, is, is, the, the vast majority of businesses in, in South Africa that have a physical presence. So most retailers, um, hospitality, restaurants, coffee shops, salons, hairdressers, and so on. Um, and many of them are struggling to think about how on earth do we keep our business alive such that we can start up again after the end of the shutdown. Uh, and that's a, a hugely challenging situation because most businesses run on 
you know, a few days or at most a few weeks worth of, of cash flow. Um, so we've certainly, from the perspective of Silvertree, we've had a lot of engagement over the last few days with a lot of very nervous small business owners. We've been um, trying to give advice where we can, and I, I, can, I can turn to some of that advice in, in, in a minute. Um, but also, I think, working with other people in the industry around, uh, in, in, in the, the, the financing industry, I guess, around how, what can we do uh, using tech platforms to try and build a platform to try and help companies start up again once the, once the shutdown is over. And I think in particular around uh, things like restaurants, which provide so much employment uh, directly and indirectly, uh, and which have had the, you know, the heart of their business ripped out over the last, uh, over the you know, last few days and the next few weeks. Um, and, you know, I, I hope we'll be able to get something out of the ground here, but it's, it's going to be a very difficult time for everybody involved. Um, and it's going to need a lot of, um, I think, goodwill from consumers, from landlords and from suppliers if we are to try and get our industry to restart. Absolutely. So we naturally looking at this um, lockdown period, which effectively is 21 days, not um, potentially knowing if that would be extended or not. However, mm. I think it's a very re real um, or it's reality that even after lockdown, I think that the virus or the threat wouldn't be wouldn't be gone it it won't be over and i think many mm. of us are going to still continue to um digitally run our businesses and try and distance ourselves as much as possible socially um to protect ourselves and our families um so i imagine that as a thought leader paul um in the e-commerce space you have some um, thoughts around what could be expected after lockdown. Um, so maybe we can cover that first. Um, but yes. I think we need to, to look at um, perhaps giving some um, forward um, steps for businesses after lockdown, but also businesses that may really need to look at um, coming to the party and, and shifting more digitally, um, even more so, because I do not think that after lockdown, things are just going to slam, you know, back to normal. I think that there will be still um, weeks and potentially months where people are going to yeah. not engage or go out and, and the retail sector or, or businesses will suffer from that as well. Absolutely. Uh, so I think a, um, a number of interesting topics in there. So let, let me talk firstly to um, what I expect to see as companies try to find new ways of reaching customers after the lockdown um, and what companies should be doing to try and get ready for the end of the lockdown and then talk about what, um, wearing a different hat, what, what we as, as consumers in South Africa, uh, what we should be doing to, to try and help. So I think firstly, you're absolutely right that the lockdown, I think the best case scenario is a 21 day lockdown. I think there's a significant chance that it might have to be extended. I am encouraged by the, the fantastic work that I think the government is doing around um, trying to ramp up our testing capability, because if we get the ability to test and trace, then we can start to relax the lockdown um, and, 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 and prevent a, a second surge of cases. Time will tell. Uh, I think what is, what is definitely true is that for months to come, I agree that people are going to be nervous about going back to uh, how they would have lived life before. And I think we will see some long-term shifts as a result of nervousness and also long-term shifts as a result of people realizing that there are 
new ways of interacting with the modern economy. I think South Africa has been on a, a slow and steady change towards uh, more online commerce. And I think uh, along with the rest of the world, that process would have had a huge kick start um, as a result of, of the shutdown. Uh, and as, an, as someone who's active in the online space, that's obviously exciting. Uh, it's also, of course, uh, on, on the other side of the scales is the fact that there are going to be many people who are really hurting and won't have the same income to spend, at least in the short term. So, you know, it's a bit of a mixed blessing, absolutely, as it is for everyone. Mm. Um, but I think what we will see is we will see consumers being more willing to buy online. And we already see that now with, uh, I, I look at, at, at platforms which, which help you to do your grocery shopping without leaving home, things like Zulzi and OneCart. Um, and uh, Checkers, Pick and Pay, and Woolworths, their online offerings, as well as some of our own offerings, such as YouCook and Faithful to Nature, all of which are seeing absolutely unprecedented demand, especially for food and household essentials. So I think that process will continue. And anyone who is open right now, um, any online retailer, uh, is <laughs> I can guarantee are very busy um, and, are, and are trying hard to keep up with demand. And I think a lot of people will, will realize that these are viable options that they can get their daily essentials. Uh, I think, you know, for many South Africans, buying, buying online has still been something that you do when you're buying a big ticket item that you're planning far in advance. So a cell phone or a TV or some other piece of electronics. And I think a big shift is going to happen when people realize that they can buy daily essentials, that they can buy a box of uh, fresh fruit and veg or whatever uh, and, and get it when it's promised and, and with enough confidence that they can plan to cook that same food for dinner that same day. So that, that, you know, that, that level of essentials, I think, is going to be important for people. And then I think for businesses, uh, as they look at how are they going to try and operate in the, in the new normal that we will be in for several months, the key topic is going to be how do you offer your services online? Your offline demand is going to be low. And so, you know, to make your business viable, you'll have to offer services online. And there are a number of options. If you're a, if you're a retailer or a manufacturer, you can go and list on, on a growing number of marketplaces offered by companies like Take A Lot and Loot and, and many others. Um, and, and which price check uh, helps people find those products. Uh, I think um, if you're a restaurant or a coffee shop or something like that, then, then looking at the, at the uh, meal delivery services, Uber Eats, um, order in, Mr. D is going to be absolutely vital or looking at setting up your own alternatives for that. So I think there's going to be a lot happening in that space. We've been working uh, with a lot of uh, small scale farmers around thinking about how we can help them sell their produce online uh, or on subscription basis to customers, uh, direct to customers, rather than via restaurants or, or shops that are currently closed. So I think if you run a small business, or for that matter, a large business, um, and, you're, and you're shut down right now, now's a good time to be thinking about what are the platforms that I can get on now so that I can operate again once we're out of full lockdown, but, but not yet back to fully normal. Mm -hmm. um, and I think then, you know, as, as consumers, um, or, or, or at least let me rather say one more thing on that point is that clearly for, for small businesses that uh, are currently shut down, the big challenge is going to be how to kickstart enough demand to be able to start again. How do you restart the supply chains? How do you place orders with suppliers when you have no cash because you've spent it all? Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're an important thing to think about. And for us, as, for everyone else as consumers, is to think about how do we sell gift vouchers? How do we pre-fund our purchases? So um, as I mentioned earlier, we, we're working with a number of people in, the, people in the industry to try and launch a platform to help people do this. But I would challenge everyone in South Africa that as the lockdown continues, 
is to take all of the money. If your job is secure, obviously, if your job is secure, which is not the case for many people, but if you are lucky enough to have a secure job, take the money you would have spent in restaurants, in coffee shops, at hairdressers, at beauty salons, at other shops. Take that money, and put it aside and buy gift vouchers. Um, and try and let, let's try and pre-fund as many of these shops as possible so that they can start up successfully. Mm, that's very good point. Um, very good point, Paul. Um, just in closing, as we wrap up, um, is there, if there's something you'd like to leave the listeners with for today um, during lockdown and where we are currently, what would that be? Well, I, I mean, the obvious one is stay at home. Um, you know, the, these, this lockdown period is obviously not easy for anybody and it's nerve wracking for many people, um, but it's, it's for a good cause. And I think uh, let's, let's respect that and let's make sure that by the end of the lockdown, we really do have the virus under our control. I think the second point is that point around um, this is an easy time if you're a small business owner to despair. Um, but it's, it's rather use that energy and think about how can you make your business as online as possible as low touch as possible um, and start looking out for ways that people are trying to help in terms of, of channeling money, resources, ideas. Um, and I think the next few weeks will be a period of great creativity. Uh, and I hope that there will be positive effects that come out of it. Um, but uh, I mean, it is, it is hunkering down, but keeping still an eye on the future as well. Fantastic. Thank you for your time and your insights, Paul. And uh, yeah, I think let's come back to um, where we're at maybe on the e-commerce space um, moving ahead, maybe in a few weeks from now, two, three weeks, and, and just revisit our chats. Uh, thank you. Would you like to share some contact information, social media handles for those listeners that may like to get in touch or follow you? Yeah, so our, our website is Silvertree. One word, uh, the color silver and, and the word tree, silvertree.holdings. Um, there, there's no .com or .co.za, just silvertree.holdings. And you'll be able to find uh, contact forms there. Um, uh, we are on, on, on Twitter and especially as well as on, on LinkedIn. And you'll be able to find the details from our website. Perfect. Um, and obviously, the companies I've mentioned all have their own websites, which Google will help you with. You book, Faithful to Nature, Price Check, et cetera. Perfect. Again, thanks for your time and joining us once again on the flip side. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll chat soon. Thank you. And you yours. Bye. Thanks. Goodbye.